these race relations getting worse I got pulled into your universe These race relations getting worse I got pulled into your universe And there was a gift to go with the curse There was a gift to go with the curse There was a gift to go with the curse And in this universe There was a gift to go with the curse There was a gift to go with the curse There was a gift to go with the curse In this universe Hello, and thank you for joining us on Primecast, a place for curated conversations, artful living, and building trust. I am your curator, LaShondra Vernon, a.k.a. Fiery Phoenix, and I am so happy to bring you another episode of our work. Today, we will have a conversation that took place on April 7th, 2020, the year of what is basically the apocalypse. Um, This was a historical conversation about the controversial GOTV efforts that had to take place here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, um, and how we had to, as a community, support people in how they may or may not decide to vote during a pandemic. Uh, This conversation includes Representative Kaden Haywood, representing Wisconsin, Quentin Cotton, an amazing public health professional, Vaughn Mays, a activist here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, attorney Richard Sachs, working really hard around legislation, and Shante Nelson, um, a hardworking national GOTV organizer. Um, And I am really happy to have been able to be uh, the curator of this conversation on behalf of Vaughn Mays for Comforce. Um, This conversation is really exciting for us to have looked back upon, but look where we are today. We're not done. So please check out this conversation. Subscribe to us on YouTube. The channel is called Primecast, P-R-Y-M-E-C-A-S-T. We're available through all platforms, Google, um, Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, we're, we're everywhere. So please subscribe also on the podcast to Primecast, P-R-Y-M-E-C-S-T. Check us out also on Patreon, same name, and become a patron. And by all means, check out the show and enjoy. So let me let me do this because I know you're gonna want to jump off first, and I think the social distancing stuff will be a combination of checking in with some of the things that um, are being said on the health department's Twitter page per communication from Lillian, and then um, really the main thing that we want to focus on in this conversation is um, making sure people know where they can vote, making sure people know the status of what will happen if they do or don't submit by tomorrow, if they haven't received their absentee ballot, um, but it's on the way and it doesn't arrive before the 7th. Like those are the things that that I'm thinking people have questions about. Um, And so that no one gets confused. If you don't have a ballot right now, you should be focusing on going to vote. If you are able, 
But if you are not well, you should not sacrifice yourself to go vote. And and how we we practice that narrative where we're we're saying that we put your public health first. Um, and there we've been put in a situation where uh, people have to make that choice. Elevating that message um, is the, the most responsible thing to do because I don't think everybody should be going to vote if they do not have a ballot and they have a health issue. And so like, you know, I, I feel comfortable talking about the public health piece if you do have to duck out too, which is why I said it in the message. Um, but I think you guys did a great op-ed together um, and it dropped, if not yesterday, today. Um, so I felt like it would be valuable to have you here just to say a few words that you'd like to, um, and then you can pull out of the conversation and we kind of put you at the top. Um, Shantae and I talked a little bit about doing the, the state impact conversation first and then narrowing to the impact on the city. Um, but you could easily set the tone from the perspective of the op-ed you guys wrote. And then we'll carry this into tomorrow. Because we're gonna do more of them tomorrow. We really just wanna be able to drive the energy around GOTV day with technology yeah. to the best of our ability. Given that is what we have to do. Otherwise, we would probably be out here in these streets. Um, question for you. What exactly do you want me to speak about? Um, I think there's the things that we put into, I put into the group were a status update. So any new information about what has happened that you feel like needs to be shared. Um, ride to the polls, the status of rides to the polls. All this stuff with public health and lens in mind, because I don't have the answers to some of this and maybe someone else does. Um, but those are top of the mind things that we talked about, Vaughn and I. Um, the process for the absentee ballots, um, anything that you can contribute from being part of the unfortunate decision of the majority leaders, uh, whatever you feel comfortable sharing in that area will be really valuable, Kaylin. Um, and then proper health practices around dis distancing. So those were the only things we wanted to talk about. We'll figure out what we're going to do tomorrow, but, you know, and I agreed with Vaughn that we have to help people get ready for tomorrow morning. Showing up, getting, you know, getting themselves ready to vote, um, whatever paperwork they might need to grab, all those things. Um, we want to be able to provide those to folks also. So free flowing conversation. Um, Vaughn and um, Shantae, is there anything question-wise that you guys have before we start? This is like my sixth time doing this today. It's all right, honey. <laughs> you got jewelry on you 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 fancy oh, I... <laughs> look she said i fell asleep in this jewelry Girl, I, you know i was trying to lay down and go to sleep and then someone called my phone <laughs> like, who that like you don't really, didn't your mama teach you not to call anybody house after nine o'clock <laughs> in, in the 90s <laughs> Didn't your mama teach you you don't call people house after nine o'clock, Mr. <laughs> like it's nine o'clock. I gave you fair warning. I gave you fair warning. See, that was, a, that was an appointment. I'm taking us live. <laughs> Y'all still be yourselves. Mm, I am never. Will I change? I know. I know. 
Yeah, I just want to throw something in. I, you know, I know we've suffered some defeats today, but there is um, one option that's still available in terms of yep. postponing the election, which is that um, under Chapter 252 of the statutes, the um, Department of Health um, Human Services Secretary, Andrea Palm, has the authority to um, um, declare a public health um, hazard due to communicable, commu a communicable disease, which clearly COVID-19 is, to close down the polling places in the state. And, um, you know, that is something that, you know, in our you know, for the, the organizations I represent in the litigation we've had, we've advised Governor Evers that that is the statute he should have declared the, um, his emergency order under and should have let Secretary Palm do that. And that would not have been as susceptible to legislative um, blocking either in the courts or in the legislature if he'd done that. So uh, not a lot of organizations, including the League of Women Voters, Voces de la Frontera, a whole range of organizations in Madison are putting pressure on Andrea Palm to um, declare a public health emergency and close down the polling places. So I don't know who's listening to this, but if you want to do something to try to get the election, the in-person election postponed so that we don't have the massive disenfranchisement and the, um, and the um, COVID exposure that's about to happen tomorrow, that, um, you know, that is an option um, that's available to the governor and his health commissioner, Andrea Palm. If people want to email her, they can do that. I understand her voicemail messages or her phone is not taking any messages anymore, but email is um, still taking emails and she can be emailed at Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A dot palm, P-A-L-M at um, DHS dot Wisconsin dot gov. So strongly encourage everybody to do that. And um, number of the organizations we work with are encouraging people to do that tonight. So I know we're, we're, we're kind of like in a little bit of a Hail Mary mode here in terms of trying to stop this, but um, you know, there have been last minute executions that have been stopped before and there's no reason why we should um, you know, give up the fight right now. Awesome. So uh, we are actually live now. So while you were talking, we the live stream did pick up. Um, so uh, for those who are, are watching in the live stream um, with us, we have Quentin Cotton, Shante Nelson, Representative Haywood, Kaylin Haywood, Vaughn Mays, and uh, Richard Sachs all on the Zoom. Um, and we are broadcasting live uh, to support folks with uh, what they need to know about the, the pending election tomorrow. There's been a lot of confusion today um, and several groups have been really just figuring out how we're gonna navigate this together. Um, I'm grateful to each of you for being willing to join us on this live. Um, for those of you that are watching, uh, please comment uh, any questions that you may have so that um, I can monitor them, walk, watch them as they come up and respond in the Zoom to any questions uh, because members of the Zoom may not be able to see them all. 
Um, so I, I want to um, honor, I know it's late and I'm, I'm grateful for you all coming, um, but I did want to really quickly start off with the public health perspective um, from Quentin Cotton. Quentin, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you co-authored an outstanding op-ed today um, about the experience here in Milwaukee around how the crisis on top of crisis <laughs> has impacted our community. So I just want to give you the floor for a few moments to share your perspective and uh, maybe the cliff notes of your public health strategy conversation from your op-ed. Yeah, thanks LaShondra and thanks everyone else um, for being up this late and having this conversation. So earlier today in the Milwaukee Neighborhood News, uh, myself, Jeffrey Roman and Walter uh, Lanier published an, an op-ed describing uh, Milwaukee's response to COVID-19. And we identified a number of issues that really bear consideration, thought of not only our public health leaders, uh, but the overall Milwaukee community. In that op-ed, we described how issues at both the national level and at the state level have trickled down and impacted how local municipalities and public health entities have responded to this crisis. We have identified a number of what we would consider to be core issues um, related to the COVID-19 response um, here in Milwaukee. And before I even just sort of give you the Cliff Notes version um, of the op-ed, I just want to underscore the point of the persistent and chronic and the stubborn racial disparities that we see in Wisconsin, particularly Milwaukee, and how the COVID-19 outbreak highlights these deep disparities that we see um, in both our health outcomes, whether it be uh, sexually transmitted infections or cancer rates, or whether it be some of our more social and economic um, metrics in which we would sort of think about um, all of those sort of factors um, that are important when it comes to a person's health. Particularly in Milwaukee, we've made observations about the need for effective leadership. Uh, we go into some detail about the type of leader um, that will be needed in times of crisis, very uncertain times. What are the attributes of leaders that we need to see right now who can roll up their sleeves, have humility, and lead? We describe what public health is, uh, what a public health infrastructure looks like, um, and what that can do in times of crisis or in an emergency. We describe the need for a coordinated response here in Milwaukee. So many times we have people um, working very hard, but they are not connected. This lack of coordination, this lack of a plan, um, speaks to deficiencies within our overall system. That is 
unacceptable and we can do better. The op-ed lastly discusses the innovation that's taken place in our city. So despite what is happening, we have seen our brilliant and beautiful Milwaukee residents and leaders step up to the plate, whether it be um, signature dance company, um, having a, an afternoon sort of dance class. There have been so many people stepping up to the plate. And one, we think that is important. We think that needs to continue. However, um, everyone may not know that these things are happening and we need to mobilize together and think about how we coordinate all of this expertise, all of this energy. And so there has to be a way in which our community begins to really effectively utilize everyone. Um, this really is, uh, these are interesting and uncertain times. We need all hands on deck. And so the op-ed really um, is a, it's a call to action. And so if you haven't had a chance to check out the op-ed, please do so. We'll also uh, be going live tomorrow. Um, we'll be taking questions and going into a little uh, more depth about the op-ed. But the take-home uh, message really is we can do this. We can do better. We all have a role to play in supporting and expanding the public health system in the Milwaukee area. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Quentin. Um, and thank you for stepping up and joining uh, all the way from Madison, but you will always be part of Milwaukee um, uh, in the fight to keep this narrative going. Um, and I know you may have to duck out in a little bit if you do. Um, thank you for coming and joining us. If there's any questions for Quentin, please put them in the comments. Uh, I'm sure he can follow up with you on any other public health recommendations if he does have to jump off. Um, I want to also acknowledge uh, Saquana Taylor joined the Zoom and uh, we will be calling on you in a little bit to participate in the discussion. Um, I do want to take a moment though, uh, when we first came on, uh, Richard Sachs was talking about um, a bit of a status update of where we are um, in the ping pong game that is, are we voting or are we not voting? Um, and I want to take a moment both between you and then um, with Shante Nelson, um, I would love for both of you to give us a bit of a status update and you know, feel free to both chime in together um, as it pertains to What's our next steps? Uh, what are our options? And what is the pressure that community is putting on um, our legislature that is um, elected by us uh, to make decisions with us in mind? So I'll turn it over to you to um, whichever one of you wants to jump in first. Richard, you can go. Well, I just wanted to say that um, we are kind of out of options. Um, uh, you know, and there's really not an issue of putting any pressure on the legislature at this point. Um, the legislature's basically um, been, um, in, I mean, it's basically in total control by some virus deniers who um, believe that, um, you know, there's no, there's no problem, there's no problem in terms of 
thousands of people congregating in polling places tomorrow in terms of their exposure to COVID-19. But, um, and you know, the governor Evers issued an emergency order today, which the Supreme Court, Wisconsin Supreme Court today invalidated. However, that was, um, that order that he issued was under his own emergency powers under chapter 323 of the Wisconsin statutes. There is another Wisconsin statute, chapter 252, which authorizes the Department of Health and Human Services. That department can issue an emergency order closing down any building in the state of Wisconsin um, if, it's, if, it's, um, if people congregating in there poses a danger to the public health um, by virtue of being exposed to some um, epidemic or communicable disease, which clearly um, COVID-19 is. So um, even though it is, um, you know, we're approaching midnight hour and time is running out before the polls open, there are a number of organizations that are putting pressure and urging people to call Andrea Palm. Andrea Palm is the secretary of the Department of Health and Human Services in the state of Wisconsin. She has the authority to issue an order, which is not subject to legislative override, veto, revocation, which is not subject to a constitutional challenge. She clearly has the authority and power to do this. So I'll give, I'll, a number of organizations are emailing her now and encouraging her to issue this order. Um, we're under no illusion that this is something that's likely to um, prevail upon her. But um, you know, we think it's important, just as if you know somebody was about to be executed, that we would be making midnight calls to try to save people, save that person from being executed. We want to save people from having to um, run the risk of being exposed to this um, this this um, this virus. So Andrea Palm, um, it's 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 Andrea capital A N D R E A dot Palm P A L M at dhs.wisconsin.gov. I'll say it again. Andrea, A-N-D-R-E-A, dot palm, P-A-L-M, like the palm of your hand, andrea.palm at dhs.wisconsin.gov. Um, encourage everybody to um, email her. A number of organizations are doing that, including the League of Women Voters of uh, Wisconsin, Moses um, de la Frontera and um, um, Our Revolution in, I think that's their name, Mike McCabe's organization in Madison. Um, they're urging, they're urging um, their members and the public at large to communicate this to Andrea Palm. So uh, that's, that's what I have to say. I mean, I'll also ask, answer questions that people have about you know, the litigation that concluded. Um, but right now, I think our focus, this is Try to um, try to get the polls to um, not be open and to get the election postponed so it can be scheduled at a time when people won't be disenfranchised because they're afraid to go out and vote. Also, they won't run the risk of COVID exposure. And you know, we know as well that um, you know who relies upon you know um, folks who live in urban centers, who live in low-income and minority communities rely disproportionately on in-person voting. So the fact that, um, the fact that in-person voting is the only available option to vote means that people are going to try to, you know, people are not, 
going to um, want to risk exposure to COVID and they're being subject to a very cruel options choice, we call it, between exercising the right to vote on the one hand and protecting their health for themselves, their families and their community and their loved ones on the other. And that's a choice that nobody should have to make. But unfortunately, um, our Republican legislators are forcing um, hundreds of thousands of people to make that choice tomorrow. It's a terrible and very cruel choice, but um, it's something we're still trying to avert. Mm -hmm. Vaughn, I see your hand up. Do you need to go before I turn it over to Shante? Just wanted to um, Yeah, I mean, even for, for what he just said and what uh, Quentin said, uh, just on the safety um, and everything surrounding COVID, um, I think we had a slight discussion about uh, bringing those efforts together to ensure if we have to do this and it still needs to be done because we can't just not vote. Um, either way, we kind of put in a bad place. But if we are going to um, be involved in that process, we have to do what we can do to ensure people um, are able um, to do that safely. And so um, I know there are a number of grassroots orgs, I know there are a number of orgs, period, who are trying to get masks to folks, who are trying to get gloves to folks, who are trying to, who may be able to bring sanitizer. And right now where we have the five locations, uh, we can, you know, get folks with those resources out to, to those locations to assist, to ensure people are, are have enough distance, to ensure people have gloves, masks, sanitizer if necessary. Um, that's that's the conversation, and that is the call to action, as Quentin said. Um, as far as uh, what what I, I would like to commit to, and what I would like to have a call out for um, concerning those things, because, like you said, that decision, that choice to 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 ha still have to do this in these conditions, um, is something that is. I mean, it's it's just really tough. But um, if we're going to do it, we we need to. Um, to assist people and help in that process to where people can do it safely um, and, and in the best best way possible. A lot of people are concerned about the spread and um, the possibility for spread tomorrow. And so um, if we can do anything to alleviate, alleviate that, I would like to, to call out to those organizations with those resources to go out and assist and help um, with ensuring people can do it safely. So that's the piece that I wanted to add. For sure, for sure. Um, just keeping it balanced, trying to figure out how we can get to a place where we're at least doing what needs to be done, but also looking out for selves. You know, you ain't no good to the world if you ain't taking care of you. You can't take care of nobody else. Um, so I want to turn it back over to Shantae just because I want her to have an opportunity to um, kind of piggyback off of the conversation um, that um, Richard Sachs was just uh, providing um, the status update. Where are we? What are we doing now? What's our plan from the perspective of the organization you work with and just your love of community that we all know you have? All right. So uh, first of all, thank you all for um, inviting me so late. <laughs> yeah, I know I love y'all. Um, but and I'm just going to speak from the perspective of Shantae R. Nelson. How about that? Um, right now, what I want to do is make sure that people understand that the process or the electoral process is still on tomorrow. So right now, that's where we are. We are still voting as of now. Um, we have, um, I think Vaughn alluded to, 
some um, voting locations, as well as just wanting to make people aware that when you, if you decide to go to the polls tomorrow, if you decide that you're going to actually be an individual who goes to the polls tomorrow, um, of course, take me take measures to ensure that your health and your safety is your number one protect. But then in addition to that, just making sure that you are well prepared so that you don't have to cycle back in. So I would say, um, one, if you are an individual whom you have an absentee ballot within your possession, please prepare to drop that ballot off. Um, it, the last that I checked, and if it, if it change if it has changed, because I know that there was an emergency, was the um, election um, meeting tonight at seven thirty. But I have I was trying my best not not to. Um, I don't know if they're still meeting, but I know that initially they were meeting. So it's possible that things have changed. But the last that I heard was this: if you have a ballot and you are specifically um, throughout the state of Wisconsin, you have to get that ballot to um, the election clerk or the election commission or your polling site by eight o'clock p.m. tomorrow. You can hand deliver it. You can have, um, if it's a ballot that is an absentee ballot and it's already been witnessed, someone else can deliver that for you. If someone's coming you know, to maybe deliver it for you, they can witness it for you as well. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing is making sure if you're not able to actually get that ballot to your clerk, you can mail that ballot. It needs to be post dated um, by the, tomorrow. So, you know, you figure um, USPS closes around, I think it's five or six or something of that nature. So just being mindful of that. In addition to that, understanding and knowing that if you have a ballot in your possession and you decide, um, that wait i want to go in and actually vote in person you can as long as you either if you have the ballot i would suggest that you surrender that ballot when you go to vote if you requested a ballot and it has not come to you and you need to vote when you go into the election site um, if that's what you choose to do um, you just want to let them know that your ballot never came and they will document that um, if I would just suggest, I'm not telling anybody to hold on to extra mail, but I will suggest, say for instance, after tomorrow, maybe your ballot comes um, on Wednesday or Thursday or something of that nature. If you cool with it, if you're absolutely cool with it, hold on to that ballot. That may be helpful if there is a challenge um, saying that you have voted twice. You can, you know, you can hold on to it and be able to say, no, I did not. So um, I had encouraged everyone to take screenshots of even their ballots being requested. So that's one component for those whom are voting absentee. In addition to that, if you are voting regularly as though it were an election without all of these different components, you would still be able to register to vote on election day. You can still do that tomorrow. There are pieces of information um, that you can bring with you, and I don't recall all of them by heart, but we can post it at post um, photos of them in the um, in the, the the chat once we're done. I mean, in the comments once we're done. However, um, some of your commonly known 
pieces of, um, of, of material or equipment or proof of residency in order to register to vote being your, um, your lease or um, your um, tax bill. You can use a bank statement. You can use a major credit card statement. You can use your We Energies bill or any other utility bill, like your water bill. Those are all, if, you, if your ID is up to date and your, your current address is on your ID, of course you can use your ID. Um, with that um, voter registration process, you also wanna make sure that you have identification in order to retrieve your ballot. So I always tell people, Proof of residence proves where you live, that you are a Wisconsin resident. Photo, your photo ID, which is your state ID or your driver's license, or it can be a veteran ID, it can be a passport, um, things of that nature. That proves who you are. So you need to make sure that you can share, show that you are a resident of Wisconsin and those pieces of, um, of um, the things that I talked about, the list of things that I talked about that are considered proof of residency, you can bring those up on your phone. So if you walk in and you need to register to vote and you can bring your bank account up on your phone or your We Energies bill up on your phone, you can actually use that to register to vote. You cannot do that to actually receive your ballot. You need an actual copy of maybe your photo ID or passport or um, veterans ID or um, some component of that nature. So wanted, just wanting to make sure that people understand the process is as it is tomorrow. I know even for drop-offs, um, specifically for the, for the city of Milwaukee, um, I know that drop-offs historically within this voting season has been from eight to one every day. Um, I did get confirmation that you will be able to drop that ballot off through until eight, eight o'clock tomorrow. Yep. Um, so... Um, that should be hopefully helpful. I just, I personally just have my own personal convictions about telling someone to do something I'm not even willing to do. I, many people know I haven't, I've, I've not left my house. Like, I mean, that was a excellent summary that um, Shante gave of um, people's obligations to do tomorrow. So thank you very much for that, Shante. I want to add a few things though. First is, um, if you mailed your ballot in before tomorrow, don't try to go vote tomorrow. Mm. Um, that would, you know, you could end up being subject to um, allegations of having voted twice. So if you've sent your ballot in, it's been postmarked, you're fine. Your vote will count as long as it's been, as long as it's been postmarked prior to April 7th. Um, in really quick there, Mr. Sachs. Yeah, sure. sure. Yes. Um, one of the other things that I want to share as well is if you, we had a 24 hour time frame where individuals were told that you didn't need a witness signature. <laughs> that is going to be a disaster. Wait, I, so I just want to work that out. I want to make sure people understand. And this is, this is challenging, um, but this is our reality right now. So if you are a person and you wrote, you know, you attested on your ballot or you attested on your envelope that you um, could not obtain a witness signature. Technically, those- Because you were confined. Because you, because were, you were confined, yes. Right. Technically, those ballots are probably on their way back to you in the mail. 
right? The election commission has ruled that those are not valid. We disagree with that interpretation because we think people relied upon the judge's order and they were acting in accordance with the law at the time, even though the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals changed it. I don't know if we'll win that fight. I mean, it's probably a few hundred ballots that are involved. Um, you know, it, this is all going to go into the hopper of hundreds of thousands of votes and issues, but um, it's, it's a fine issue and I'm not quite sure how that's going to come out, but at this juncture, it is a problem. And it is a problem. And what I'm, what I want people to understand is this, with it being a problem, if you fall into that category, please contact me. The other thing, and then I'll let you keep going, Mr. Sachs. The other thing that I want to make sure that people understand is we have lawyers that are on standby. We have an entire process where we will be watching this election throughout the day tomorrow. So we'll be watching Twitter, we'll be watching Facebook. We have individuals whom will be throughout um, the state ready and set to go to a particular site if need be because we oversee election protection for the state as well. Um, and so if you run into a problem, you would dial 866-O-U-R-V-O-T-E. Um, you may get myself, you may get someone else, but we'll be prepared to take those requests. And if we need to send someone on site or we need to connect you directly to a lawyer, we have that available. Right. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, that's right. no. That so, was one of the points. That was one of the points I was going to make was about calling this is six R vote. That's Wisconsin Election Protection. They've been monitoring and trying to protect folks' right to vote in elections since two thousand four. And mm -hmm. um, the the other thing is that um, the postmark has to be by tomorrow. So it may not just depositing it in a mailbox may not be sufficient because there's no guarantee that if it goes in the mailbox that'll necessarily get that postmark tomorrow. It may, it may not. So I think what Shantae said was go to a post office and do it and make sure you get the postmark there. Um, three, if you don't, if you are somebody who has requested an absentee ballot, but hasn't yet received it by tomorrow and you're, only option to vote then is to go to one of the in-person sites. Um, in Milwaukee, we have five polling sites for 327 wards. There are going to be 70 wards in every school building. It is going to be a, um, I don't know what it's going to be like, but that's what it'll be. But the point is, if you have requested an absentee ballot, and there are 1.2 million voters in the state of Wisconsin who have, and only about 700,000 of those have been returned, in, in Milwaukee, there have been, um, I believe it's about 100,000 ballot requests and only about 50,000 have been returned. But if you haven't gotten your absentee ballot yet, your only option is to go vote in person. Plus, but what we'd like you to do as well is if you can contact that 866-OUR-VOTE number and just let them know. Just call them and let them know they will catalog it, they'll log it, because we may, there may be a post-election challenge to what happened. One of the things that Judge Conley said in his decision was he wasn't gonna postpone the election, but he had a full footnote, he said that he um, reserved the right to revisit the issue as to whether or not the election 
would be invalid because so many people have been disenfranchised. So if we, after, you know, after the election occurs and it is the um, catastrophe that we've forecasted that it would be, um, and there are hundreds of thousands of people that end up being disenfranchised, we may issue a challenge to the selection and ask that it be rerun at a, at a point in the future. Um, the other point is in terms of your polling place, if you go vote, and again, most of the votes, most of the groups I work with and the organizations that were, the GOTV groups that were trying to get people to vote in this election, um, they're not necessarily advising people to go out. Um, they're saying, if you want to go, you can go, and they'll tell folks where to go. If you want to go vote, your polling place is not going to be where it, where it normally has been. Everybody is going to have a different polling location. Um, like I said, in Milwaukee, it's, there's only going to be five. And um, so if you want to know where to go vote and you're unsure, um, there is a site. It's called myvote.wi.gov. It's called myvote, M-Y-V-O-T-E, dot W-I, dot gov. And that'll tell you, you just type in your address and that'll tell you your polling location. And I, it works. I've, we've tried it out um, the last few days and it's, it is working and it does seem accurate. And um, those are the locations in Milwaukee, but um, you know, folks may not know what all the Manic district they're in. Um, folks may not know, um, you know, just because you think you're near one of those high schools doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be where your polling location would be. So best way to do is to, is to go on that website, myvote.wi.gov. Thank you again. We've shared the, um, the voting locations from the city of Milwaukee um, uh, infograph that was shared with the public. Um, it is not easy to fully understand with the exceptions that are listed for a few wards in select districts. Um, I want to hold a little bit of space for two, uh, uh, two elected officials that are on that do not currently have an election going on, um, but what well, you do, okay. Um, but I thought I thought, opponent. I thought I thought I thought I was right. I, my my uh, county supervisor didn't have an opponent per usual. No, no, no opponent. Okay. So um, yes, ma'am. So I want to hold space for you, Kaylin. I don't know if you are still on with us, uh, yeah. Kaylin. If you are here still too, um, I'd like to hold space for you to share a few things. Uh, I'm going to put it back on your lovely faces for a little while, but we'll put those locations back up as well. Um, but Kaylin and Saquana, you guys can both um, share your perspective. Um, hey, everybody. You guys shared a lot of great information, and that's what I just wanted to update people on. Um, if you do have your absentee ballot, that you are still able to use the drop-off locations for tomorrow. And I think Shantae for clearing that up because someone thought that they closed at 1 p.m. They are actually 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. tomorrow that you can still drop off your ballot. Um, another thing, I just got a call from, you know, a constituent as well, too, who's very scared to come out, um, but she has her absentee ballot. So I told her if she can take it to the post office, because do not trust that if you put it in the mail, or a mailbox that it will be postmarked. 
for April 7th, you want to make sure you get it into the hands of a postal worker at the post office, not even one that's selecting your mail. Um, you don't want to just take that for granted that it's going to make it there and have the postmark date of um, tomorrow, which is April 7th. Um, you know, even though I'm on the ballot, I don't have an opponent. I cannot say with a clear conscience for people to go out and vote tomorrow. I understand the importance of voting. I also understand the importance of people help. And people are um, definitely concerned, which we should be. Um, I'm very concerned for anybody that has to go outside, knowing that the state that we're in as well, too. Um, and also, I will send you, um, LaShonda, the um, locations and names of the drop-off locations so you can put it up unless you have that as well, too. So people can understand that they can still go to them drop-off locations if they have the absentee ballot um, to ensure that those, that's another avenue that you can use besides going to a location where we know there are going to be tons of people. If you are going to a voting site tomorrow or even to a drop-off location, I love the idea of those people making sure that they have masks and hand sanitizers, um, social distancing. As people, we love to hug people we ain't seen or that we know. You know, we want to shake their hand. We want to be in their face and be in their presence. This is not the time for that. It's not, you know, do away or something like that, but let's make sure that you refrain from going up to hug or to somebody. Make sure that you are in and out of those locations as quick as possible. Make sure you are doing social distancing as well, too. Um, and if you have any issues or concerns as well, the number that Shantae and I think it was Richard gave you, make sure you are utilizing those numbers. Everybody should be able to vote tomorrow if you are going out to vote. We don't want anybody being turned away. They gave a lot of great information. Be safe. We absolutely know this election is very important tomorrow, but we also know that your safety um, is your number one priority. If you're not well, your family is not well. Um, I definitely thinking about me, you know, just being a mother with children or some of our, I call them seasoned, not senior people. Um, I am very concerned about some of them for tomorrow because they are often stated to be the most vulnerable. Um, so let's just make sure we have social distancing tomorrow. Let's make sure that we can get the mask. I will put a call out on Facebook as well too. I know a couple people who are making masks and hand sanitizer bun, you know I am available. If I have to do some drop-offs, that's just who I am. So um, utilize me for that as well too. I'll make sure I'm keeping my distance from people as well too. Um, and you guys just be safe. Um, I really was excited today when I initially saw that we had it to June 9th and like, Within like the next 30 or 45 minutes, it, it switched so fast. I couldn't even take it down off of Facebook because people kept coming on it. And I just didn't want to have out misinformation about that. Um, we absolutely know how this will affect Milwaukee. Uh, you know, there's no question about voting in Milwaukee and the disenfranchisement of people of black and brown color. Um, but um, once again, as your you know, elected official, or just as somebody who loved and is in Milwaukee, if I could be of any assistance, reach out. Like I said, I am on the ballot. I'm not caring about any votes. I don't have an opponent. I am actually caring about the well-being of every um, resident um, in Milwaukee, in Milwaukee County, and throughout Wisconsin. And thank you for this opportunity as well um, to talk and share with you guys and let me know what else can I do to be of assistance. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Representative Haywood. Hey, hey, uh, so I mean, is it good evening or good night or something like that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you everybody who's watching now. I think it's super important um, that folks are knowing what's going on. Today, 
Uh, I woke up and my test is going to be an easier day. It's going to be a, a, a simple day as day for kind of where they are. Afternoon hit and I realized that was not going to be a simple day anymore. Uh, but many things happen today. I think the biggest takeaway should be is, as others have said, tomorrow's election is happening. For those who, who requested the advocacy ballot, I think it's important that you turn those ballots in if you haven't. If you know folks who have gotten a ballot, call them, make sure they turn the ballots in. Um, me, I'm going to go drop my, I bought, I got absentee. Um, so I'm going to go take my ballot to the, uh, take my ballot in tomorrow. And if anyone needs their ballots to get dropped off, I'm willing to come pick ballots up. If you need a witness, you haven't gotten one yet, I'm willing to come be a witness and then drop your ballot off with mine. Um, we got to get our votes out. I think today's show that there are some folks who really, really count on you all not voting. It's super, super important. I think we, there's, there's crucial votes on the ballot, so if you haven't absentee, absentee voted, um, I'm not going to tell you whether you should go vote or not vote. I think it's a personal choice, and if you're taking your, healthy, you're taking your health, um, take an assessment of yourself, and do you want to go out and take that risk and still cast a vote because it's super important, or is it too risky to go out? Um, but ask yourself that question. If you are willing to go out to vote, please practice safety when it comes to social distancing. It's super important. That has played a huge role in us fighting the curve as a state. Um, so please practice safety and caution. Get those ballots in. Get that vote out. Um, there are folks who are counting. Folks I work with who are counting on you not, go, not, not going up to vote. They didn't move it because election, you not going to go vote works in their favor. Um, there's also the Supreme Court race on the ballot, which is super important. The state Supreme Court is the one that overturned Governor, Evo's, Governor Evers' executive order today. It's super important to go elect the right judge. So if you can get out the vote, if you already have a ballot, get that in. Tomorrow's super important. So I, I have a funny ha-ha, y'all. One, because it's late, and two, because Haywood says that he's going to pick up ballots. So I had, go, <laughs> I had to go out here and see how many in the you Are you only doing it for the city of Milwaukee, Haywood? We can talk about it. We can talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let me tell you something. No, and I'm just being silly. But I do want to say this. Um, there are were um, over 200,000 absentee ballots that were requested and sent out. We have just about 100,000 that have been returned. So we're like at 103, possibly 1,000 ballots just for the city of Milwaukee alone that needs to be returned um, as it relates to those absentee ballots that have been sent out. For the state, um, I pulled up the numbers. This is as of earlier today. We have 100, I'm sorry, 1,275,000 um, absentee ballots that have been requested. And we have about 725,000 that have been returned. So basically what I'm trying to get people to understand is this. One, um, Representative Haywood will pick up your ballot, and I'm just joking, but he'll pick up. <laughs> Um, some for sure um, but then more seriously um, we have a lot of ballots that are out there um, and if you're able to get your ballots dropped off um, or if you know someone and they're going to be dropping off a ballot try to get them to witness your ballot but the more and and just as important as that signature we need addresses on those witnesses y'all if the address is not there that ballot will not be counted. So whomever witnesses your, your ballot, it has to be their signature as well as their mailing address. Um, but just making sure that we try to get those ballots turned in. Question. Um, so, the, so for the witness signature, you put, in, put the address, does the address that the witness puts on that form, does it have to be the same address they vote with or the address they currently have? 
That is not a question I have an answer to. I, um, he's asking for the witness signature address. Um, so say if I, I vote, I live one place, do, do I put my home address on there as the address for the witness signature? Or do I put, what other address would be put on there, Haywood? So I'm thinking some folks who like have updated their address with the commission, they may, they may not be voting themselves, but if they add their address has changed because they haven't moved and they haven't told the commission about it, does that matter which address they put on there? For the witness or for no. the voter? No, so if that's, I'm sorry, if that's the case, you, you put your address that you're registered at, right? So you put your, because wherever you're registered is where you're, where you're, you know, it's the polling location you're voting from. Um, some individuals may have moved within that 10 day time frame, but then they, of course they would go back to their previous address and you put that particular address on there. Can I jump in with something? Mm -hmm. um, so two things, um, a number of people uh, have contacted Comforce and have said that they either never received their ballot, their absentee ballot, um, or uh, they haven't received it yet. And some people have said that they received a ballot and it had instructions in it, but no ballot. So yeah. <laughs> that's one thing about those 200,000, about like have people received them or were they complete when, when people received them? Um, and then another thing that I, uh, part of the reason why um, I wanted to have people from different levels of our electives on, and this would be to you, um, unless anybody else can answer, uh, Kaylin, um, is there clarification on who will work the polls tomorrow? Um, because there was news that the National Guard was activated and they were supposed to be assisting with tomorrow's election. So is that still happening? Or will there be regular volunteers? We want to know what people should expect when they go down there. Because one of my concerns was if there were, were to be um, National Guards or something like that, maybe that could be an intimidation or, you know what I'm saying, scary for people to just see that. So what should what can people expect tomorrow? Right. So for the on the county level, I'll jump in right quick, Vaughn. There are National Guards, like our clerk called in at least 270. They are not in National Guard attire. They are dressed in regular clothing and they were there um, to assist. They also went through training of what to do. Um, so for our part, that's what I can um, make sure and mention, but I'll also let our clerk know that tomorrow also we want to ensure that people are not being intimidated. I do not believe that was the intent. It was just to get some assistance. Um, but from the understanding from Milwaukee County, I believe it was 270 National Guards that were here. Yeah, I think, um, so when, when National Guards deployed, they weren't, uh, we had made available, that's what it was about, in case clerks in different cities or counties needed um, them to come assist. I think uh, Supervisor Taylor said they're not dressed in their uniform address and plain clothes or volunteers. Um, so I think with them and also we have just regular volunteers that love to volunteer anyways. Uh, and folks will be going out and they do the regular process. So uh, I think the polls will look normal tomorrow. And people that there will look like they belong there. Well, I, I hope not seeing any intimidation. But there, if there is, um, you know, just give me a call. We can contact people immediately about it. Uh, but I think we should be good for tomorrow. I appreciate that. That is, uh, was one of my concerns. Um, and, and that to me, it could have been, it, it would be unintentional because the help is needed. Um, but that was a concern of mine. So I appreciate y'all for, for clearing that up. Um, because again, we already have enough barriers for people 
um, in communities of color to go down there. We don't want to, you know, I didn't know what to send them down there or ask that they go down there and, and something like that. You know what I mean? Pops out at them and they're not aware. So um, I do appreciate that. Um, on the other question, individuals whom you requested a ballot and did not receive it, um, I will share it is your option. I don't want to tell you what's best to do and not best to do. I will tell you what your option is. Your option is to vote in person on election day at one of those particular voting sites that was on Vaughn. If you can put the other one up, those particular voting sites, um, if you don't have a ballot, um, you would vote at one of these sites in order. You can always go to myvote.wi.gov, which is down at the bottom as well, to look up where your polling place is or to find out kind of like where your automatic district is um, as well. Um, and for those, and I forgot the second portion of your question, I think it was for those whom, Vaughn, what was it, what was it, you asked about those who did never receive the ballot and what was the other portion? Um, some people said that they received the ballot and there oh, was no ballot, there were only, there was only <laughs> yeah. instruction. So technically, they probably didn't mm -hmm. receive a ballot. I, maybe they did, maybe they didn't. They, so we, <laughs> we found out that there was a national group whom was trying to proactively encourage people to request an absentee ballot. And they mailed all of these absentee ballot applications to a lot of people, which became very confusing for many people whom um, are in this process specifically for the first time. Like there are, there are so many people whom that's absent, voting absentee has just not been the way their process, their normal for voting. And so um, I would say, if you do not have a ballot, wherever you are within the state of Wisconsin, if you do not have a ballot by which you can complete, please, if you are, if just understand and know that your option then becomes, you can go to the actual site in Milwaukee, you see the voting centers, and you can cast that, cast your vote. You would simply let the individuals know, the election inspectors or the volunteers, whomever, how, how, whatever title we want to give them, you would simply let them know that you requested an absentee ballot, you never received that particular ballot, and so you want to vote in person. And again, I cannot stress enough, if you receive your ballot after election day, will you please, 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 please not throw that ballot away? Please hold on to it until everything is done so that you're not in a situation where you have to prove that you did not vote twice. Um, it's not that there's a guarantee, but I'd rather, I just plan for situations just because that's what I do. And given the circumstances, that is the best thing to do, honestly. My, my ballot didn't come, um, so I went and voted. I voted on Sunday. Um, so I think everyone has been given an opportunity to share just some really useful updates. And I think, um, you know, we'll leave this up. This will still be available to everyone to view the locations throughout the day for returning to it. 
I'm sure it's everywhere on social media as well, but here's another opportunity to share it. Um, I want to, uh, was that Vaughn that just jumped in? It was Quentin. It was Quentin. Yeah. Uh, Hey, Quentin. But before you wrap up, I just have to say this. Enough. (laughs) Enough. (laughs) Just enough. I think that when we talk about civic engagement, when we talk about our democracy, the seriousness of where we are right now, it is hard hitting. And I hope that we are all encouraged. I hope that we are all more active in our communities and in elections and overall our engagement civically. We should not be at the point where a single election (laughs) crushes us. So that's a whole separate issue that there's one single election. We shouldn't even be in that position, but enough is enough. We must become, you know, this beloved community that we speak of. We also need to be an organized community. We also need to be a healthy community. We also have to, the list goes on and on. And so if, whether you decide to vote tomorrow or not, and I'm not going to encourage you to vote either way, make the best choice for you. I'm personally staying at home. We have to take advantage of the energy that we have and do some things differently moving forward. Because right now, this is just too much and we have had enough. Indeed. So I, I Quentin, I absolutely echo your, your feelings and statements. Um, I want to uh, send it back over. Vaughn is, is who really pulled this group of people together. Um, and I wanted to give him an opportunity, um, before we give people the last remarks to make sure anything that, um, is happening in the, uh, 635 groups that we got going, um, to discuss how we manage the challenges of community. (laughs) (laughs) If there's anything that we missed, um, because, you know, we're busy using all of our technology at the same time, what things does the community have to say or has had to say that should be shared um, in this space for just to go on record for how we all are starting to feel? Um, that, me? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I've been looking at the comments and I know this is the sentiment of the city, um, of a lot of people. Um, I know we did a lot of work, a lot of groups did work trying to turn people out, trying to get people out to vote. And uh, like right now, um, it's just a lot of people discouraged. There's a lot of people that's just like so confused, scared, um, you know, just torn. And it's it's really disappointing. But the part of the reason why I wanted to do this, and of course this wasn't all me, I, you pulled some folks together, you definitely made this happen. Um, and so, um, Part of the reason for this was to have folks not discouraged and to not know what's going on, not know what to do, um, because people want to be a part of this process. Right now, uh, we really have been robbed of a lot of opportunity and a lot of um, 
I mean, our one our our polling location originally on the north side was doing numbers, was doing better numbers than the other ones, and that that momentum was like completely halted and crushed, and we it don't seem like we. Um, have been able to recover from that. Even with attempts, we continue to try to persevere and stay resilient. And I know people are continuing to get discouraged, but this is the reason why I wanted to do this tonight, to get to people tonight. Um, there have been a lot of changes today. And um, to just let people know, man, this is, this is, again, if this is still going to happen, you want to make it safe for you. You want to make it the, the easiest process for you. And, and again, it's people who are put themselves, their own risk, as and create an, an essentialness for what we do to make sure that you can do that um, in some in some capacity and feel more comfortable and safe. And so I want to just reiterate that this is to make people um, comfortable. This is to make people, um, you know, have some type of hope because right now this is this is really essential. It's a shame that we have had the series of events we've had surrounding these elections. But we can't just not participate. We can't just throw our hands up. We can't just say, forget it. Um, because the ramifications for that will be worse, a lot worse for the direction of our city if we just stand around and do nothing. So um, I just appreciate everybody who did um, come on to this and offer some type of um, clarification, some type of support, some type of encouragement for people even if, I mean, I think we all feel like this. We all would rather that we have that June date or a later date. Um, that's, you know, apparently not going to happen. And so, I mean, we have to work with what we got. And, and again, um, I want to appreciate um, Shantae for waking up, <laughs> for standing <laughs> up and, and giving us her expertise and other people for, for, uh, for joining on and, and tuning in and at this late of an hour. And so um, I, I really appreciate y'all for doing this. Thank you so much, Vaughn, once again, for having the vision, first and foremost. Um, everyone else that's on the call, no specific order. Look, somebody put on his, his, his mask to show everybody he got a mask. I got a mask. I'm asking you, too. I got a Wu-Tang mask. We can do masks. Um, that's so funny. I want to give everyone an opportunity to do their, you know, final thought there close out message their narrative that they want to be shared about tomorrow uh i'm gonna go last because i'm recording it so that's just my liberty i get to take so i'm gonna steal all y'all i'm kidding i'm kidding uh, <laughs> <laughs> see you go upstage me shantay you get on my nerves so everybody um in whatever order you're comfortable please share your final messages before we log off uh, Quentin put his up here. His was hashtag enough. Yes, sir and ma'am. Um, but please jump in and share your last uh, thoughts that you want to share with the people. I'll go. Uh, my thoughts are be safe tomorrow. Um, if you are voting, they put up the information for the places that you can vote in person. Also for those who have absentee ballots. Um, please, please, please be safe. Um, do what is best for you. I absolutely know how important this election is, but more importantly, you are important to us and I want you to be safe. Um, so if you're voting, look at where you need to go vote. If you have any questions, call the numbers. Once again, be safe and let us know how we can assist you.
and then I can go. Uh, so I think three things for me. Uh, one is to get those empty battles in and also for you to hold folks, you know, who have battles, hold them accountable tomorrow. Make sure they get theirs in. Uh, the second thing is if you do this, also remember to practice safety and protect yourself, protect others. And then the third thing, I think that once tomorrow is over and the results come in, we go on to the next day. And I think it's important that we continue to do social distancing. And a lot of folks saying the outside's closed. Yes, outside's closed. But the more we stay inside, that's when outside opens back up. So stay in, keep practicing social distancing, um, start a new project, finish some old projects, do some spring cleaning. Um, but keep yourself busy in the house, connect with the people you live with, uh, read a book, start a new book. But just stay in the house until we get through this so we can all be helping back outside. Thank you. Good night. It's like a midnight. <laughs> it's not. You still got 20 minutes. <laughs> Y'all get me up. up. Yeah. I'm up now. I'm up now. <laughs> up. I had a bedtime, though. I, I get up early by five o'clock. You know, read the paper. Yeah. Yeah, I have a seven o'clock <laughs> national interview, bro. So, hey. Okay, so I said, no. So when we think about this, though, Vaughn, I, I, sent, I, I sent you to, while you flat, I was going to say false flagging, but that's not true. But while you flashing, flashing your, um, your mask, I sent you two photos, if you can put them up for me. So wait, before we do that, though, Vaughn, so one of the things that I, I want to make sure people understand, because one, because it's my, it's my campaign and we launched it, and I just want to take, take some, a moment to do a little bit of a shameless plug. This whole thing here, the and still I vote. Can y'all see that? I should have wore the shirt, but and still I vote. This is a campaign that we launched with some national um, influencers. And basically what we're doing is we're making sure people understand this. Um, the theme or the behind it is this, which is right where we are as a community. It is they try to silence me. They try to scare me. They try to suppress me. They try to erase me. And still I vote. And so in all that we're going, that is going on, that's really where we are. And so if I can encourage you to do anything, even be, yes, tomorrow, but beyond that process, the thing that I want folks to understand is this, is that we have the capacity and the ability to really rise up and vote no matter what's going on um, and really participate in the process and really take the power, take our power back. Um, in some ways, when I was listening to Yvonne talking about how sometimes people are discouraged, but we can literally revitalize our own momentum as a community and become the voice that is the louder voice within the state when it comes to the message that we want heard, which is a message of inclusivity. It is a mess message of access. It is a message that causes us to understand that our, our power really does lie within our vote. Thank you. All right, did we get everyone? Yes. I believe so. Um, so I'm gonna close this out. I'm gonna leave it on this strong picture because I think it's fly. Um, Nobody judge me for my tabs being open. I've been leaning in for two weeks. Worry about yourself. Um, I, I'm really glad that we took the time to have this conversation. You know, all eyes is on Wisconsin again, 10 years later. You know, we had all the protests in Madison over the Act 10. And, you know, we've got a history of being a state. Um, that makes the national news for all the wrong reasons. 
Um, but one piece of history that I'm experiencing right now is we've got a history of dope people that live in this city that have committed to being in this city and to making sure that the narrative that is being pushed is proven wrong. And so I am grateful to be amongst those that are doing that work. Um, I think what the most important thing all of us can do is, you know, I've done the part I can. I am one of the people who has a pre-existing condition that makes it unsafe for me to go vote. But I voted on Sunday. And so the part I've done so far, number one, um, being part of the 735 groups that Vaughn makes and <laughs> helping with information where I can, being a part of it, sometimes making people laugh when, you know, we get a little too deep. Um, but, but also this year, having this conversation, putting the narrative out there, getting our voices heard in the midst of a situation where we can't. Um, and, I, and I will say, you know, I, my shameless plug, I run an arts organization called Artists Working in Education, and all of our contracts are on hold. All of our programming is on hold because we're heavily funded by the county. We're heavily funded by city partnerships. Um, and when this happened, when you eliminate contact, that also takes away our connectivity. And what we do is we are a tactile organization. So when you take direct contact away from what we do, you really just deflate how we bring community together. Um, and so I'm grateful for the life hacks and innovations that we've had to come up with over the last couple of weeks. Um, I think we're going to do more of this tomorrow because tomorrow would be a day where I would take off of work and be helping with election connection and supporting and, and checking polls. You know, I'll, we hop in some cars and check and see how many people voted and we drop numbers at radio stations and to text groups. And, you know, those things are important to the culture of those of us that organize. Uh, but we can do this virtually. Um, we can help our family members get things dropped off. It's much like what Saquana was saying. You know, if you got to drop off your ballot, your absentee ballot, and you're going to go get it postmarked, anyone that you're connected to that you can safely pick up from, please do. Um, so that you can reduce the harm of people being outside where, you know, use your privilege of health right now. We all find ways to identify our privilege. If you are well, do the best you can for helping those who are not. Because um, I, can't, I can't be what I would normally be in an election tomorrow. But I can be wearing y'all out on this internet and reminding you to take your asses to the polls like the auntie that I am. Before we started this call, I had a head wrap on. I took it off. You ain't got to worry about my moo I'm wearing right now. I threw on a duster. It's 11.30, 11.45, and I'm tired. But we knew we had to do this tonight to help y'all get ready. And one more thing I got to say. All of the young adults that came home from college were registered in the cities and states where their campuses were. I have a daughter upstairs who was registered in Atlanta. We've got young people who have come home from college that have not come up with their voting strategy because they're so young. They, 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 the voting strategy in the first few years you voted didn't exist, okay? So 
you know, help the young folks in your family to find their proof of residency to take with them, um, knowing what you know about what's necessary so they don't sit and wait and have the wrong thing and get further disenfranchised because their ID is from the school. So it's got the school address and they ain't got no proof that this is their mama house. And, you know, help the people who have not voted because this, I'm not saying it was an intentional tactic, but I'm not saying I know for a fact that it wasn't. Bringing all those college students home eliminated the young adult vote in many places. And, and so whatever you can do to help young people vote, instead of complaining about them, not trusting systems, help them learn how to change them. Um, that is all that um, Auntie has to say on today about that. Um, but, you know, and I, I, I want to say, Vaughn, I know we plan on trying to put a couple more of these together tomorrow throughout the day because beating the drum is beating the drum. Some people will listen to the radio. Some people will, you know, have somebody in the neighborhood that's going to say to them, did you vote yet? Every time they see them. Um, but some people are just going to be um, on Facebook looking for something to waste time with. Um, and if we can be any sort of reminder that today is the day that you know when you run out to go get your toilet paper um take your id and go vote too um if you can look my message is so double-sided all of us but wellness first voting next um so i am gonna shut us down for the night because we are fading slowly. <laughs> I'm looking at these beautiful faces on the screen. Y'all can only see one at a time. But baby, when they not talking, they praying. So we gonna go night night. But we gonna be back tomorrow. And every day that we have to after that, because I feel like we just need to be on this from now on for elections. This ain't the only one. So at, on that note, my beloved people, I am going to shut us down for the evening. Be safe, be well. Vote, 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 vote. Again, thank you so much for joining us. Make sure that you like and subscribe to our social media. You got the handles if you clicked on the link. And be sure to check us out on the website. That is absolute prime, P R Y M E dot com. That is again, absolute prime with Y dot com. Reach out, connect, and let's build together. Peace.